0: Welcome to Small Business, Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Martin Wiskin is a voiceover artist who also runs networking events for creative people. The Creative Collective is an online networking group for anyone in the creative industries. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Martin.
1: It's my absolute pleasure. Really happy to be involved. Thank you.
0: And it's lovely to interview a fellow voiceover artist because I just know that your audio quality is going to be superb.
1: Well, I hope so. Yeah. When I first started um, online networking, I had uh, a call with a a photographer and his webcam was so good looking. (laughs) Not just him, but but his visual. And I thought that's him selling his photography skills. Yeah. And I thought, I'm just using my webcam microphone here. I should really upgrade. Um, so just for even just for Zoom calls and things like that, now I'm using my pro staff. So yeah,
0: Good no idea. worries on that
1: side, hopefully today.
0: Now, as a fellow voiceover artist, I'm always interested to know how other people came to be in the industry. So what was your career path?
1: Um, Well, I thought it was kind of um, maybe a little bit different to how other people might have got into voiceover, but the more I more voice over people i meet i don't think it is that that strange after all but i i was a database manager for 20 years mm-hmm. um just looking after lists lists of uh, names and addresses of people that had bought stuff from basically from junk mail catalogs <laughs> stuff that comes comes in the middle of newspapers and says buy the trouser press for five pounds yeah. and you know the big slipper that you can put both feet in um that sort of stuff um but then in 2016, they started talking about GDPR laws. Mm. And obviously, around that time, um, people were selling data left, right and centre yeah. to whoever they wanted without asking if they were allowed to. Um, not saying that we did that particularly, but just covering my back there. Um, there was, you know, when, when they start talking about getting permissions for all these names, when, you're, when you've got lists of 20 million people, mm. you can't go back to those 20 million people and say, oh, can we keep using your your data to you know to make money because they all just would have said no yeah um so there was nothing really that a lot of businesses in that sort of sector could do about it so in 2018 the company went down the pan um and I was just coming up to 40 and I thought right do you want to do data for another two decades or is there something else out there and I've always done things alongside full-time jobs so I was always in bad well I'm not anymore, but I was in bands for about 15 years trying to, you know, trying to be a rock star, failing, (laughs) but trying. And that's what counts. Um, And then I, you know, because of being in bands, I I took up photography because bands need pictures Mm -hmm. of themselves, a bit of web design, a bit of video and all that sort of stuff. Um, But I realised quite quickly that what was good enough for punk bands wasn't quite good enough for the corporate level. So I, I wasn't really able to sell that sort of um skill now i had some recording gear because we used to do demos and that sort of stuff and i used to enjoy recording so i thought i wonder if i could do anything there maybe record some singers or some acoustic acts because i certainly haven't got a a space big enough for full bands to come Mm. in and start you know (laughs) annoying the neighbors so i think i must have been looking online for new recording gear you know getting way too ahead of myself in this planning process because Facebook started hitting me with adverts for new recording gear (laughs) but one the one advert that stood out was record your own voiceovers Ah. from home and I thought okay what's voiceover um and well it just sounded really exciting and interesting so I thought well I haven't in these few months of living the life of redundancy Riley um (laughs) It was the first thing that really sort of grabbed my interest, and I thought if I could make a living doing something creative, then wow, that'd be brilliant. Because yeah. I've always had to have these, I've always had the creative itch. Yeah, you know, I've always needed to scratch it with something. And if I could do that all day, every day, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Um. So I started. That it was with gravy for the brain, as I'm sure a lot of voiceover artists have heard of, yeah. with uh, Peter Dixon, etc. Um. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Obviously, to start with, I'd never never done anything like it before. I was never into drama at school. Hated standing up in front of class and talking <laughs> to people. Didn't like going out on work do's because it meant talking to people. Um, but yeah, I thought, I'll give it a go. If it doesn't work, I'll go back to data. Um, but eventually, it started to work.
0: Now, voiceover is a huge field. There's all sorts of different genres within it. Which kind of voiceovers do you tend to work in?
1: Um, mostly at the moment, it's telephony stuff, mm. which I've kind of surprised myself with because when I first started, I thought, right, commercials—that's what I want to do: commercials and maybe video games because it just sounds the most yeah. fun. Yeah. And commercials—you think, yeah, I'm going to be on telly, <laughs> um, and that's you know, who doesn't want that when they grow up? Well, I did. So, <laughs> um, but and I and I thought things like. Um, telephony and e-learning I thought that that just sounds far too boring Mm. I'm just not interested so I really sort of niched far too early Um, but as time went on I started to get more work in you know telephone answer messages IVR and on hold that sort of stuff and it's my favorite kind of work now yeah so I kind of regret you know ignoring it right at the beginning because I could have done lots more by now but yeah yeah it's so telephony I do some e-learning stuff um, radio um and yeah like explainer animations and your corporate videos yeah. that sort of stuff
0: yeah I think when you start you you don't you don't know what your niche should be and you know I think a bit like you I I did a bit of everything but I still do a bit of everything but it's you don't find out what your niche is for a while until you see that pattern of what you keep getting booked for and then you think aha mm. that's what people like me for so that's what I should target but it takes a while doesn't it?
1: It does, yeah, and I think that's that's probably the same with a, with a lot of um, like creative mm. businesses. I've spoken to photographers and videographers about the same, this exact same thing, and they all say, yeah, to start with, I was very much a jack of jack of all photos, that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. and then they then they either direct themselves to a wedding or portrait portraits, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting thing to go through, I think.
0: Yeah. So, are you able to name drop any well-known businesses that you've done work for?
1: Yeah, I did some uh, a piece for Lego,
0: which um,
1: my my son my son was obviously delighted yeah. with, <laughs> even more so than me, I think. Um, uh, I've done Costa, yeah, um, Arsenal Football Club, um, Mercedes, um, NHS. That and that one actually was uh, last year, and it was kind of during the time when everyone was still very hot on praising the NHS, mm. and it's something that I'd wanted to do since. Since I started voiceover, really was to do something for the NHS, and then when I did, you know, big tick in the in that column, yeah. and it, yeah, it just felt really nice to to lend my voice to to something that at that time of of our lives was so you know in the forefront of yeah. people's minds.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we get to voice things that are really important, don't we?
1: Mm. Absolutely. Other times. Not so much. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, th- you know things that no one will ever hear unless you work for a specific department in a specific company. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get asked the same question that I do: Where will I have heard you? Um, well,
1: <laughs> that that is yeah. There's there's that one. Where would I have heard you? And do you do impressions?
0: Yes, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do do you do you do impressions, Martin?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. About you? No. <laughs>
0: There we are. That's cleared that up.
1: <laughs> yeah, hopefully, let's put that one to bed now forever.
0: <laughs> now, as, as well as being a voiceover artist, you also run something called The Creative Collective. So tell me about that. What is it?
1: Well, it's a networking group for creative businesses or creative individuals. And it was born from um, really two years of online networking with all types of business and I've got absolutely nothing against that. And I loved it. You know, I I met so many businesses doing that and got some great contacts and friends from it. But when you're pitching to, you know, accountants, mortgage brokers, all that sort of stuff week in, week out about voiceover, you have to go through this whole process of teaching them what voiceover is Mm -hmm. and then just waiting, waiting until they're either getting a video done or they finally come around to the idea of, having a telephone message, you know, rather than them, themselves doing it in the toilet so no one else can hear them <laughs> doing it, that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it, that's where the, the idea came from. I thought, I'm, I, surely there's a way to sort of cut down this middleman thing. You know, I can ask mm. an accountant, do you know a video guy? And it's probably the same one as everyone else in that networking yeah, group knows. Yeah, So I asked around a few a few of my, my local video and, you know, other creative connections, and no one no one knew of a, a, a creative networking group. Mm. And I sort of put it, put it to bed for a while because I, I, well, I haven't got time really to start one by myself. A bit more time went on and I asked and asked someone else and he said, I don't know, why don't we start one? And that was literally it. We set a date and aimed for it. And that's all it took was just someone else that I knew I could do it with to lighten that load. Yeah. Um, so the idea behind it is that creative businesses come in and say so a little bit about themselves but really it's about a supporting welcoming community where you know that you can go and get advice or help if you need to but ultimately to try and get people to collaborate mm. so as, as an example we had I think on the first meeting we had eight videographers yeah and now normally if you put eight videographers in a room they might think well this is a bit um I'm not you know yeah fight 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 sort of thing for the, for the work um and I've heard people say that videographers talk like that. Um but one of them in her pitch she said, "Oh, I need we've got too many videos, we need someone to help us edit." Yeah. So those other seven seven videographers all oh, their ears pricked up and, "Oh, work here." Yeah. Um and then two guys who'd never met before met on that meeting. They had a follow-up and they've just signed off a project to make videos for a local council for quite a bit of money together. Brilliant. And that's exactly what we're aiming for yeah you know they could have gone in and pitched individually yes but instead they went in together and you know lighten the load and they're doing it as a team and it's that's exactly what we're about
0: yeah so how long has it been going now
1: um i think this week we had our ninth one um and it's every two weeks So i think that's just over three months yeah if my math is correct
0: and so what what's the format of the meetings
1: um so we tried to do it a little bit different to like your standard sort of um, online networking group. And I know that's, it's it's quite a task coming up with something that was a bit different Mm. because everyone's done everything, you know, online networking has been booming for a couple of years. So we start off with, we go straight into a break, after an intro, of course, just to tell people about what the meeting's about. We have a, a breakout room, random breakout room. Then everyone comes back. And we do 15 second pitches. So Ooh, all it is is literally. 15
0: seconds, yeah. 15 <laughs> like that. seconds, yeah. So,
1: so it's name, what you do, and what you're looking for. Yeah. And then and then Ben, my co host, he recaps that. So everyone gets a chance to sort of double think about what that person needs. Yeah. Um, and then after that, that's just half of the people in the room get a go to do that. And then we have a one to one breakout room. So mm. people all get paired off. Then it comes back. And we have um, the, uh, what's it called? The wheel of names. And we have a coloured wheel where everyone's name is on it and whoever it lands on gets a one-minute pitch. No one else gets a one-minute apart from, it's like a a silly prize, I guess. Yeah. Um, And actually, I'd say we tried to make it different to other groups. I've seen that on other groups, but I thought it would suit this sort of fun collective, because it's kind of, it's it's a fun, fast-paced group, so it sort of fits the feel. Then after that, another one-to-one. Then after that, um, and I make sure they're, the people don't have the same one-to-ones yes, before yeah. so you're meeting two people for an extended conversation straight away and then we go back and the other half of the room does their 15 second pitch and then we do um final breakout room where people can choose who they want to talk to yeah so it's kind of it's always moving and we like to think that with the addition of the one-to-ones as well as the group breakouts it's just changed it up a little bit and yeah. the fast paced intros where people were specifically asking for something as well
0: yeah so how long is the whole meeting
1: um a maximum of 90 minutes but we normally finish a little bit early
0: yeah yeah now you obviously did um other sorts of networking before you created your own network do you think that creative people approach networking differently to say the solicitors or the accountants that you might find in a in a normal networking meeting
1: i think so i think we have to Um, because taking, you know, your examples, everyone knows what an accountant does. Everyone knows what a solicitor does. But when it comes to voiceover, not many people, certainly my experience, when I first started networking, not many people had ever met a voiceover artist. (laughs) So they didn't know how to apply it to their business. Yes. So you have to go through this whole sort of process of each time you see these people telling them a different thing about voiceover. Yeah. Trying to say, you know, or you could do it. You could use it for this, or this, or this, or this. Um, And I think that's the same for. It's probably a bit easier for photographers because you know you could go into a networking group and say, "I do headshots." Yeah. And if a business needs headshots, it's a win. But if not, they'll remember you because you do headshots. But it's there's so much. I think just like the education of it. Yes. So I I think we we have to approach it differently.
0: Yeah, and do you think? that's what puts creative people off networking because i don't meet that many creative people at the networking events that i go to um do you you think that's why they don't come because they think oh i've got to explain myself
1: first i'm not sure i i I didn't really know networking existed Mm. before before i started my own business because i i'd never had to i just went to work and did the job and that was it um you know, in a very much dog-eat-dog dog world, everyone was fighting against each other. And I, when I first started my business, that's that's how I started. I didn't want to talk to any other voiceover artists because yeah. I thought, well, I don't want them to take my work yeah. and they're going to think I'm taking their work. Yeah. Um, Could you repeat the question? I, I went off on a tangent <laughs> then.
0: <and laughs> it was about what, what you think puts creative people off going to networking yes. meetings.
1: I, I I wonder sometimes whether it's because some creatives are introverts mm. I think there's a, a lot of creatives who just aren't comfortable in that selling sort of environment I, I know networking isn't really the hard sell yeah but, you know you're putting yourself front and center and talking about what you do and you know I, I, I will admit I, I found that very uncomfortable to start with Um. yeah I just think it's maybe it's something that creatives don't expect that they need to do maybe
0: yeah maybe yeah, and like you say, if you if you haven't come from a a business corporate kind of background where where you've had to network for your employer, let's say, mm. yeah, you might not realise that these things are out there and and it's something that you need to do.
1: Yeah, unless unless it's a very specific group, I know there's like a there's a filmmakers group in Margate, and that's very successful. They have you know fifty to sixty people go to their meetings, mm. but they're all you know, a filmmaker might be looking for a sound recorder and there will be one there, you know, so yeah. that's that's really good links. But in terms of, your, you know, you're 100% right, finding creatives on these events is difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I love the fact that, um, you know, you're all about collaboration within your network um, because so many people, as you sort of alluded to earlier on, do think there's so much competition out there and I don't want to you be in the same room as my competition because they're going to be taking the work and that just isn't how it works is it
1: there was I did a post on LinkedIn I think it was talking about collaborations a few weeks ago and how I felt I touched on it just then how because I came from that corporate background I was very much right it's me against the world mm. don't talk to anyone just work hard and and it will happen but it but it didn't um and it was through online networking actually that I started to realise that people were doing stuff together and using each other's services, and I really saw how important that was. Mm. Um, but yeah, back to this post that I did on LinkedIn, talking about that, someone replied with the phrase: "Other businesses aren't your competition; they're your support network." Yeah, and th- and that just highlighted it for me. I thought, wow, yeah. that is that is perfect, and I've. I've spoken about that that quote a few times now on different things yeah it just it just sums it up brilliantly
0: yeah and i do think that the voiceover world is pretty supportive really um you know i've i found that found it to be that way anyway
1: yeah 100 percent um just going back to creative collective as an example i think on one event we had six voiceover artists on there mm. and you know but but there was one who was a, a scottish female and I can't do that. No. Nope. So you know, why would I? Why would I stop her from coming? No. Um, there was there was a, a, a northern female as well, another guy uh, from London, and a Scottish male as well. And I thought, well, this is brilliant. There's, you know, there's a market for everyone. Yes. Even if there was someone who sounded, you know, common like me, um, <laughs> then there's work. I, I believe there's work for for every voice artist. You just have to find it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you've mentioned some of the kinds of creatives that come. You've got voiceover artists, you've got videographers, you've got photographers. Who else do you have in the room?
1: Lots of different things. So we've got someone um, who does uh, graphic design websites. Um, we've got a marketing agency, so they deal with all like copywriting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We've had authors, publishers, um, a ghostwriter. Um, this week we had our first opera singer, which Ooh. was just, <laughs> just phenomenal. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've had uh, other types, so actors, voice artists, obviously, um, and yeah, it's just oh, and other things like uh, people who actually make stuff, so jewelry makers, mm. um, knife makers, things like that. So we're really look at just looking for anyone who does something um, creative, whether that's with a voice or a digital, you know, like a video, or music. or anything. We've had musicians as well. Um, or a physical product. Mm. Everyone, because we feel like these people, and I'm not trying to alienate any other type of business here, but creative people thrive in a group of creative people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And are there any creative sectors that you haven't attracted yet that you would like to?
1: Well, I asked someone the other day, about no i put around in the in the newsletter sorry if anyone knows a comedian because <laughs> um, like per- performance for me is is creative as well you know they're, mm, they're writing yeah. their jokes and they're honing their craft um so if we had a comedian or a magician or a puppeteer something like that something that's just a little bit different um i think that'd be brilliant yeah
0: right so if any of those kinds of people are listening well any creative people at all who were interested in coming along to the creative collective how can they find out more martin
1: Um, We have a website and it's the creativecollectivenetworking.co.uk or you can find me on LinkedIn. It's just Martin Whiskin. I don't think there's another Martin Whiskin in the world.
0: I'm sure there's not. Not one that sounds as good as you anyway, Martin. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's been brilliant. Thank you very much. And um, I'm hoping to come along to one of your meetings very
1: soon. Brilliant. Be good to have you. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.